Hey guys, Lance Zerline here. We're Houston. We're the city of champions. How about I give you another champion? If you've suffered an injury in an accident and would like a free case review, call the super team at Daspit Law Firm. They're champions. Free consultations are available 24-7. Dial 713-CALL-NOW. That's 713-CALL-NOW and DaspitLaw.com. Why I keep playing that? Yeah. Listen to it, and what's the first thing you think of when you hear it? Mm-hmm. Stop playing that. Mm-hmm. From the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's John and Lance. From Television City in Hollywood. Here on the bench, John, Lance, Dell, and friends, 713-780-3776. If you want to come in, 713-780-3776. Rockets did not play. No national championship game. You had the Houston Cougars lost yesterday. Unfortunately, they were um, upset by Iowa State. They were beaten by Iowa State. It's tough. Big 12 is going to be tough. They they sputtered down the stretch, which was um, an issue. You had in the world of sports, Bill Belichick is still up in the air, but Mike Vrabel is not. Mike Vrabel was fired in kind of a surprising move uh, by the Tennessee Titans coming off that big win against Jacksonville that knocked them out of the playoffs and earned the Texans the division championship. Vrabel immediately is going to be, I would think, the first target for the New England Patriots. To me, this is one of the best ways – to have a younger, a relatively younger, well, he's a younger coach. I think he's still in his, is he in his early 40s or late, or is he 38? I think he's 38 right now. Who? No, no, Vrabel's, Vrabel's much older, older than that. that. Yeah, he's in his 40s. Yeah. But you still have a young coach. 40s well, he's is almost, not old. He's mid-40s or close to 50. No, I don't think he's close to 50. Um. Anyway. Well, well he might be, actually. No, he's got a teacher. But anyway, he's not considered an old coach at all. He's a former Patriot. Mike Vrabel to the Patriots. That immediately is what everybody said. He's taking Belichick's place. Vrabel to the Patriots would make a ton of sense. Yeah. Yeah, he is. You're right. He's 48 years old. Yeah. So he would make a ton of sense uh, in New England, but Bill Belichick is still there, so we will see. No other firings of note that I can think of. No. no there's six jobs open now, and maybe seven with Belichick. We'll see. And we'll see if Belichick ends up anywhere. Six jobs. So Raiders, Titans, Chargers, Washington, Falcons. Carolina, Falcons. and Falcons. Yeah, okay. No. So, um, and our guy, Bobby Slowick, has interviewed or is requested maybe or has interviewed with Carolina. Um, I think that's a bad spot. Carolina spot- requested him. So did Washington. And- not, not great spots. The two best spots to me would be Atlanta. And now they don't have a quarterback quarterback. either, but you can draft a quarterback. Yeah. Would be Atlanta. And um, can you? Did you see Todd McShay's 
list, his his um, first mock? Todd McShay. Todd, Mc, Todd McShay. Where, who's he with now? I don't know. I don't know who he's with. But, uh-uh. but they put out his his somebody retweeted his, I saw it yesterday, and his first three picks were Bears taking Caleb. Wait a minute. Yes. No, no, no. That's Bears take Caleb. Uh, two is who's it? Who's two? Um, anyway, the P had pay, he, the two taking Drake May and the Patriots. If you're the Patriots, do you take Jaden Daniels or do you take Marvin Harrison? Um, he's got Jaden Daniels going. How about three quarterbacks going one, two, three? Don't love it at all. I don't know about Jaden Daniels, man. That is a Another little guy. He's fast, can run. Not little. He's I'll be, skinny. I'll be honest. Well, he's bone thin. I'll be honest with you. Watching some of the Malik neighbors tape, there's a lot of throws that were off that were not accurate from Jalen. I got to watch or Jaden. I got to watch him this week to see. Um, I have to write him up this week. I have to write all the quarterbacks up. So I'm going to be interesting to see. Interested to see what I see. Um. I, I don't know. I want to see Todd McShay. Maybe he's on the ringer actually right now, I think, is, is where he is. Uh, I can try to get him on the show if you want, and we can talk about some of this stuff with Todd. But it's um, – I don't – every year people want to just stack quarterbacks, and I just – now, they did go 1-2 last year. Yep. Quarterback went 1-2. And, and it will be, probably – the Patriots need a quarterback. And it will go 1-2 this year. The Patriots need a quarterback. Are Patriots 2 or 3? Patriots are 3, three. right? Yeah, Washington needs a quarterback at two. Washington is a wild card. Washington could trade back and target, you know, somebody ahead of a Patriot team that needs quarterback. Washington is one that they could say, look, let's let's kick the the can down the the road and let's let's trade this pick out or let's trade it and maybe look at maybe they like JJ McCarthy. I can't I just can't imagine I don't see a first round quarterback i haven't studied them closely but man so do the so here's the question do the patriots need a quarterback yes okay here's trevor lawrence's stats here's mac jones stats trevor lawrence is 20 and 30 as a starter mac jones is 18 and 24 which is a better winning percentage passer rating trevor lawrence 85.0 mac jones 85.8 Pass TDs to interceptions, 56 to 39, 46 to 36, Trevor's better. Completion percentage, Mac Jones is better, 66 to 63. Pass yardage per game, Trevor Lawrence is only 235, Mac Jones is 212. Yards per attempt, Mac Jones is better at 6.8 to 6.7. 6.8 is atrocious. And 6.7. Well, so, uh, so is the point you're making that, that – So, but here's my question. Okay, so Trevor Lawrence is – is no. a generational player. No, he's not. No and one's Mac saying that. Jones. Now. No, here's the no, what you're doing is this is a fallacy. I need to call Mati and see which fallacy the, this is. You're making comparative stats. So your argument right now it's has data to data dredging. Well, no, your argument right now has to be it is data dredging because let's go through Mac Mac Jones's last two years. Since you're going to compare the two, let's look at them over the last two years and see how both teams are over the last two years. You've got 24 touchdowns to 23 interceptions for Mac Jones. So now all of a sudden, not so good. 6.45 yards per attempt and a quarterback ranking of 
81.5%. It goes way down. Mac Jones is... Mac Jones has gotten progressively worse with every year. Let's take a look at the last six games of Trevor Lawrence. No, let's look at the no. That's data dredging. Let's look at the last two years of Trevor Lawrence versus the last two. But anyway, the argument right now are you making the argument is they need to stick with Mac Jones? No, I'm making the argument. I guess that, that t- Trevor Lawrence isn't any good. But that wasn't but, what but we're talking we about. But yet we don't. We won't admit that. As but, a, as but a, as a, as a as you a got community. in there. Do the Patriots need a quarterback? And now you're arguing that Trevor Lawrence they need to draft a quarterback in Jacksonville. That's well, what it sounds like to me. No, because well, you can't be arguing for Mac Jones. Um, you can't. No, I'm not. I'm, it was obviously tongue in cheek. But here's the deal: is it? Those are their stats. I know it's trending poorly, but it's trending poorly for Trevor Lawrence as well. Okay, I don't care about Trevor Lawrence. We're we're stuck on on New England. And New England needs a quarterback in the worst way. Yeah, they do. And which is is, my question was, I wouldn't take Marvin Harrison third. I would take Jaden Daniels third. You got to believe in a quarterback. You got to believe in a quarterback. Is there another guy that's available through free agency or trade? Would you make a move at at Kirk Cousins, for example? I would. You got to be a ready-made. For who? For what? You have to be a ready-made indoor team to me. Mm -mm. I wouldn't take a chance with that. Would you take a chance with Josh? uh, Now, what I would do is I'd make a call about Justin Fields. Well, you're settling. Well, Justin Fields has not been a good Jayden quarterback Daniels, in the NFL. A big part of what Jaden does Jayden, is run. He has not been. He's been a, a, a top twenty. I don't. Best quarterback. I don't care for. I don't care for him. But I don't care what the Patriots do. But Jaden Daniels I would rather Jayden, take a, a take big my part shot. of what Jaden Daniels does. He has two first round wide receivers. A big part of what he does is run the football. Well, that's no different than Justin. I think he's a better passer than Justin is, but Justin also came out of college with good passing numbers. And J- well, he came out of college with the best receivers at Ohio State. Right, but Jaden has got Malik Neighbors and Brian, what's his name? They're going Thomas. to, yeah, they're, I mean, so if he has to run the ball to be successful, here's your question. Does he need to run the ball to be his best version? Yes, I would say he does. Yeah. He's not built like a guy who needs to run a whole lot. No, but, well, J- listen, Jalen Hurts was a lot than, better when Jalen Hurts Jaylen was running Daniel, the ball a lot. Jaden Daniels is skinnier than than Lamar Jackson. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's, Who has had injuries. He's real thin. He's real thin. He's bigger, though. It's not like, you know, and, oh, by the way, I think in the NFL, they'll probably put some weight on. All right, we're going to break it here. 814 ESPN, 97.5 Do you want to get in? About Keith probably wants to get Carson Wentz there. No. We're not putting probably. We're not putting Carson Wentz in New England. We're not we doing could. that. To, we could. We're not doing that to Coach Grable. Where are we going to get hair? That's my question to you. And I'll tell you where you're going to get hair. I'm going to tell you where you're going to get hair at a better price. Now, Doc said he told me he's like, you know, four dollars a neograft is like that's a good deal. It's actually um, uh, that's market rate. But you know what? I don't care about the money. How's this? I'm going to give it for three and a half, three dollars and fifty cents. But it's ending, people. That could be up to $1,000 off for you on your neo-grafting. That's a substantial saving, but it's going away. It is, I promise you, he gave me a date, but I'm not going to give it to you. I'm just telling you that it's going away. And so you need to go now, now, to 975hair.com. Now, I'm going to go next week, uh, Monday, as a matter of fact. I'm going to go get the uh, PRP. And he's got other, it's got other stuff in there that's just awesome. If you have a wife and she's looking for any kind of plastic surgery, go see Doc Linville. But if you need hair right now, 975hair.com, that's 975hair.com. 
ESPN 97.5 and 92.5, the only sports radio on FM in Houston. Back in the Veritex Community Bank Studios with John Granado and Lance Zerline. All right, eight eighteen ESPN nine seven five and ninety two five. Let's get Keith in here before we go into this uh, this Nick Casario stuff. Hey, Keith. Hey guys, uh, love the show. Um, no Carson Wentz updates today. Uh, hear me out on this scenario and let me know if you could see this happening in New England. I say Belichick stays one more year. You give him a farewell tour like you did, you know, Kobe and some of these legends. You give him a farewell tour. You bring in Jimmy G, who the Raiders will cut. You draft Marvin Harrison at three, and you bring in Vrabel to run the defense, McDaniels to run the offense. Whoever performs better gets the gig as his head coach of the Patriots in 2025. What do you think? I've thought about Vrabel going and and being the uh, coordinator, and I don't think that's crazy if he's if it's known that he's going he's the head coach in waiting. I mean he's a he's a he's a patriot lifer. I don't think that's crazy. Um, now he may now I, I don't know do any of the would any of the other jobs want Vrabel as their head coach? I mean, can he move into Atlanta right away? Are they looking for a Vrabel after Arthur Smith? I don't know. I think they want somebody. They would want somebody innovative in one of these young, cool head coaches. Yeah, get something out of Bijan. Get something out of Pitts. I mean, I think that might be the that that sounds the best. Um, I'm trying to find. They had Jimmy Shapiro had coaching lines, uh, the latest coaching lines, and let me see if this is the one that, where he has it right here. Um, there were some interesting names tied in some in- interesting locations. It's just basic odds, just somebody else guessing is all it is. But I think that, uh, you know, there's still like the favorites in New England, for example, are it goes Vrabel was one. Um, I can't remember who two was because I was too shocked to see number three, Bill O'Brien. I'm like, Bill O'Brien. Wow. There's no chance that Bill O'Brien there's already talk that, that Bill O'Brien won't be won't stay in Houston, won't stay in New England anyway, no matter what happens. So that was kind of that was surprising to me. Bill O'Brien is running out of he's running out of places. He's he's wearing his welcome out. Like the the Nick Saban rehab stuff didn't work for him. Um you I mean Jalen Milrow had his best year when well, he wasn't a full-time guy last year anyway. It was Bryce Young. But uh, this year, Jalen Milrow was good without Bill O'Brien. Said something negative about Bill O'Brien. Bill O'Brien's got negative stuff with comments that he made about uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Bill O'Brien, it, it came out what he told Case Keenum where, mm-hmm. you know, Case was basically told, yeah, you're you're not an NFL quarterback. Um, the whole the way the whole thing I I don't know that Bill O'Brien has a lot of juice left other than going back to college. No, Bill well, Bill O'Brien's perfect. He's a he's a mass hole. He is a mass hole. I mean, there's no question about that. Yeah, but that's not he's not at, at some point well, you, they, ha, you they, have to be a hot coaching prospect and he's the opposite. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's no. a cold. No, 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 no. I, Bill O'Brien's running my organization. Oh my gosh, that that's something that that we don't. I mean, and allegedly face- behind this, well, Bill O'Brien, uh, Bill O'Brien, you know, tried to go in there and and change the whole coaching staff, and Bill and Bill Belichick said no. Yeah, yeah. He wanted, he wanted to change it. Yeah, because. Bill O'Brien can't just let you do what you want to no, do. No, Bill gotta... O'Brien's going to take rest control. So here are the three hot names. The hot names are Ben Johnson, offense coordinator for Detroit, extremely creative guy. Bobby Slowick, play caller for the Houston Texans, and Mike McDonald, who is the defense coordinator for the Baltimore Ravens, formerly of the Michigan Wolverines. He was at Michigan, right? Mike Mack was at Michigan, yeah, after uh, Don Brown. It was Mike Mack, and then he went to the Ravens. And you see how well the Ravens are playing. Those are the three hot yeah, names. I see how well Michigan's playing since he's been gone, too. Those are the three hot names right now. Uh, the names that, you know, you'll hear Eric Bieniemy, You will hear uh, uh, Gerard. Oh, yeah, Gerard Mayo is actually the favorite in New England. Gerard Mayo is the favorite, followed by Mike Vrabel, then followed by Bill O'Brien. But you'll hear Gerard Mayo's name, but everyone's going to assume he's coaching waiting. You're going to hear Eric Bieniemy's name. Um, you will uh, Jim Harbaugh. His name is going to be prominent in the NFL circles. And you want to win, get Jim Harbaugh. And I'm trying to think if there's anyone else that I'm, I'm trying to think if there's How anyone about else Jim Harbaugh about. with the Chargers. If I'm them, forget Belichick. No, get go get. Are Jim you worried Harbaugh. about? Are you worried about Harbaugh's kind of weird? Yeah. Weirdness. I'm worried about Jim Harbaugh not winning because that doesn't happen ever. Okay, but the weirdness, he's been in Michigan for a while, and I would say the league and the players have changed drastically over the last 10 years. Mm. I would say a lot of the players are a lot different. Is Do y'all think, and maybe I'm probably overshooting because he's a nice guy. He's not a yeller or screamer. Like He's a pretty he's a pretty even-keel guy. Do you think his, his personality, that weird stuff is going to play in all the well, NFL Mike locker McDaniel still. Be Mike coach. is hip and cool. Everyone likes him. Uh, They're dead. That's different. Mike. Yeah, but I tell you this, I what we saw and, from the Michigan players, they love him too. They love Harbaugh. They do. They love Harbaugh. They do like him, but college there's is no reason to think that college is different than pros. You got 31 year olds and 28 year olds who are making way more than you with a kid. And you got a lot of kids that are making more than you at the college level. Not nah, Jim not Harbaugh. Not a Michigan, and Harbaugh no. makes a lot of money. Can we talk about some real stuff? Stop okay. with this. Stop with this. Stop. Go ahead. Can we talk about some real stuff, a real organization? Eric Spolster just got himself a giant deal, like eight years, $120 million. million. And that's fine. Really great coach. Going to be a Hall of Famer. Now, the question I have, and someone posted it on Twitter, it's a, it's a remarkable question. $120 million. Yeah. Did, did the Heat wait until Eric Spolstra finalized his divorce? Yes. To, to to announce this deal, the Heat didn't wait. Eric Spolstra well, waited. Well, maybe they came together and decided, let's wait, because yeah. he got his, his divorce. Ah, was we final, don't have to do this yet. His divorce was finalized late November, and then in January they announced this deal where he gets all this money. Did did they dudes come together? Done it the day after. That's they, just dudes taking W's. Well, you don't do it the day after. <laughs> no, don't do it the day after because then, then it's obvious. You're going to end up in court. It's and pretty then, obvious now, is it? Yeah, it's in, it's a it's a month and a half later. I'll bet, you he, I'll bet you he accounted for that because here's the thing. If if your wife, the, the lawyer for your wife is going to say, we need to, we need phone documents, we need text messages. Well, I'm sure messages, they've been discussing this deal forever. I mean, hey, deals take time. That's what you do. The question is how much did Eric kick over there to get the deal done? What do you mean kick over? 
in the in the settlement, maybe he gave her, you know, maybe he told her he will do. He doesn't know what the deal is, the length of time or whatever. They're working on it, you know, $20 million. Maybe he said, I'm going to, in the settlement, I don't have it yet, but I'll do, you, you're going to get $20 million when we're done. Well, it could I mean, have been something like that. I but mean, did they wait? Absolutely. Yeah. Why would you do it? Yeah. No, 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 no. You don't want that part of the Although settlement. The se- yeah, because the season's not over. We're still in the middle of the season. Well, I, that's what a real organization does. You help your boy out. You but go, wait, when was it When was it announced? It was announced yesterday. When was he? Uh, his, when did he get divorced? He finalized his divorce November 29th. It was I mean, announced. It, it sounds like the timeline for getting a deal done, though. So it sounds reasonable, but clearly. They were in talks, had some stuff to iron out. The season's in place, so they're not focused on it every day. And then, and hey. You can, and you can literally say, hey. I didn't know where I was going to be. Is he expiring this year? This or no? was his final year of his deal. Yeah, you can literally say, I don't know what I, w- I was going to do. Yeah. Yeah. And then he came, hey, I still want to be here. I, I know I've been here forever, but I had re- some real thoughts about going to, you know, coach someplace else. But the deal came along and they and they locked me in. And, <laughs> but I had some real thoughts of leaving up until December t- 28th. And then the deal kind of escalated. We, wheels ca- got kicked in the motion over the holidays, and now I'm here forever. My client can't give you a financial figure because he doesn't even know if he's going to have a job. The fickle nature of the NBA, we don't know where he's going to be if they perform poorly. And who's to say that that Eric might not want to go in a different direction or that he could get fired? You never know. Email Doka was one of the top coaches in the league and was out. I don't think you want to bring well, in infidelity. Yeah. Well, yeah. no, you probably don't want to. Well, if you're getting, if you're if you're getting, getting divorced, divorced yeah. anyway, nah, you yeah. can say, you just never know what's going to happen. So we can't. We can't begin to. You never to, know who I'm gonna, I'm gonna exploit in the organization, or well, you can't believe. <laughs> we never can't begin to, <laughs> to 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 come up with future numbers and financial. You never know who I'm gonna. Fiddle I, I'm just telling. Whoa, I, I don't know if we're going to use that terminology. That's not the word you want to use. Well, no, what word it is? That's not the word. At I, all. You never know who I'm going to start an inappropriate relationship with. That's could be the. I'm convinced John's last. This is it for John. You think so? Yes. Oh, well, 24 is done. You think he's done? Yes, because he's doing some things health right reasons? now already in January that are terrifying. You think health reasons, or he, or he's just on his way out? No, this is already like guaranteed. Him, he's driving around the. He's. He's walking around slapping five with people around the stadium after the last game. He's sitting here saying diddle. Diddle, yeah. diddle does, I mean, it has we know a, it a note that it's with a younger person, but it, that, that, that doesn't mean it, 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 it well, is. Well, for the rest of us, it doesn't it does. mean it does. For the rest of us, other well, than you. No, no, it doesn't. It doesn't mean that. No one Based di- on what? Uh, it, it, you, can, you can use the word diddle, and it doesn't have to hey, do diddle. with a little kid. Hey, diddle, diddle? We don't. The cat and the fiddle. Yeah. Well, I don't. Diddle's not the word. Yeah, but no. <laughs> but trust me, the people close to Eme would appreciate you not using that terminology well, when discussing what happened in Boston. I said or, we talked about Tillman earlier. We were referencing Eme too. Not I, you saying diddle. Yeah, yeah. Well, I didn't say that about Eme. Okay. Well, I didn't, I didn't see. There you go, Jimmy Kimmel. Now that's you're the Aaron misinterpreting thing, yeah. what no. I said. No, because, Jimmy Kimmel. Because seconds before we were talking about Eme, or well, fine, Eric Spolstra wouldn't want you to use that terminology. Well. Either. Uh, it said, I, he doesn't. He's, I said he's not, okay? I just think it's a credit to organizations. Just wait. Hey, man, we're going to get you all this money, and we're going to try to make sure it has nothing to do with your now defunct relationship. So you're giving the you're giving Miami credit for yeah, that. Yeah, this is bigger than their championships. <laughs> this isn't Miami. That's Miami's he, more than happy to hold know, off on it. She's still getting This is heat culture. She's still getting that he's, money. Yeah, he's... She's getting money for, because she was with them through yeah. the previous contract. 
This is how. This is what heat culture should this be. This is new money. <laughs> you know, they have, like for the heat culture uniforms they have on the floor. They write hardest working, all the stuff that they like to they like to play into. They should throw this on the floor. We take care of our boys. They should put that on That's the floor too. They, they did bros before ex wives. Right. Exactly. Okay. Time to talk about Aqueduct Pump. We're going to see Billy today. As a matter of yep. fact, we're going to hang out. With Ain't Billy no chilling. No. Ain't no. And. And we're going to see Billy, and Billy ain't chilling. I'm going to tell you this. But Billy's still going to be hard at work, although he's going to be hanging with us today. And we can't, I can't wait to see Billy. Billy is an awesome person. Billy has an awesome business plan. And he had, he put this thing together and, you know, started from – and Billy has done it all, and Billy has been fantastic at what he's done. And it starts at the top with the attitude of we're going to give a fair deal. We're not going to charge you just to come out. We're going to make sure that we do the best work that we possibly can at the best price that we possibly can. This is what they do every single time. I, do, I don't – there's there's a, a a common thought about plumbers that you really can't trust them. You can trust these guys. Yeah, and that's, yeah, and that's a, a big part of it. And, listen, I have teenage boys. You know how long the showers are going to be. If I didn't have unlimited hot water with a hot water with a tankless hot water heater, it'd be a disaster in my house. So if you're looking into tankless hot water heaters, they can do that for you as well. Cleaning one, discovering whether or not you have a leak underneath your slab, uh, or just fixing a leaky faucet. All of these things they can do. Big, small, it doesn't matter. Trustworthy with great prices. AqueductPlumbingCompany.com. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. All your base are belong to us. All your base are belong to us. Back to the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Lance and John. Scratch that. Versi. Welcome back here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. So Nick Casario yesterday, he didn't call uh, Jason LaCanfora a jackass. He actually said, he said jackass reports. Okay. So he didn't actually call... Uh, Jason looking for jackass. Yeah. He used the word jackass. He did yeah. use the word jackass. He is, and I don't even think it's close. Nick Casario should be, and if he's not, it's a it's a travesty if he's not executive of the year. What this rookie class has done has been amazing. What this rookie class has done has been fantastic from Tank Dell was one of the huge surprises in the league this year. C.J. Stroud was a huge surprise and was the best rookie. He and arguably Puka are the best rookies this year. Will Anderson should be. He might not be, but should be the defensive rookie of the so, year. So is Les Snead still with the Rams? Les Snead is still with the Rams. So he drafted Nakua and the defensive tackle who yeah. has. Kobe Turner. Yeah. I think that's Two the guys battle. who have a chance to win rookies of the year. I think if we're. Saying and one they, and two, they were a surprise team as well. If you're saying one and two, it'll be those two guys. Yeah, probably those two. They should have kept some picks. Yeah. No, I mean they had to FTP, I guess, for his way just to be able to. But look what happened. So they went FTP, uh, bleeped those picks. They won a Super Bowl. That's the that's the goal. Then went into a little bit of a funk, and now they're they're, they're, they're yeah, they well, they're, they're good though. They're okay. They're a good football. They're okay. They're a good football team. They got Matt Stafford back. Yep. Yeah. That helps. And that, that, well, yeah. 
Cooper Cup was not even the leading receiver. No. It's Nakua. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. The, on a team with Cooper Cup that he was able he to have all those Cam catches Akers. and yards. Um, no, Kyron get, Williams was a huge surprise this Ky, year. You know, executive of the year? Yeah. Are we sure it's Nick? Yeah. Well, Kyron was two years ago. But you have Cooper, you have Puka Nakua, and, you know, Nick drafted two and three. He got Nakua and Kobe Turner outside of, I'm not sure that either one of those was drafted inside the first three rounds. No, I think Nakua was fourth. Nakua was fourth. I think Kobe Turner might have been third. But uh, how about that for a job? Uh, Pretty good. But, but, a, but the Texans are such a story. I know the Rams come, bounce back is a, is, a, is a good story. I think the Texans are front and center. Well, Plus the all the, the other additions that Nick had. Right, right. I don't. I just don't know all the Rams additions. But Byron I do know Young. This. Puka the play, Byron Young had eight sacks. He's a rookie, too. He drafted Byron Young. Look at that draft class. It was uh, Kobe for, Turner, Byron Young, Puka. Will Anderson, C.J. Stroud, And Tank. Tank. Yeah, it's and Patterson. The difference who ended up starting for you. Yeah, I can't give you credit for Patterson. He played like three games. No, he played played more than that. No, he didn't play that many more. He uh, got hurt pretty Co- early. Uh, Kobe, Kobe, uh, Byron Young, and Kobe were both third rounders. Dude, that's... and uh, well, he did draft Stetson Bennett. That was nice. And Puka Nakua was a fifth rounder. Puka Nakua was. Puka Nakua yeah. is a fifth round pro fifth bowler. Round picker. Kobe Turner is going to have more sacks than Will pick. is going to have more sacks than than Will Anderson. Like you can make an argument, Les Snead is going to Les Snead's going to get some love too. Um, it's going to be an interesting because all their guys played major major roles. Uh, Kobe Turner, Puka Nakua, and so did the Texans. So this is going to be, but the Texans did it with much higher draft picks. Tank Dell would have been drafted, I think, ahead of any of their third round picks potentially. The Texans' first three picks may have been. Before, uh, was Tank the? No, no, no. Juice Scruggs was drafted in the second. Well, here's CJ. I mean, Juice is a starter now, but he missed a good mm-hmm. chunk of the year. Here's CJ talking about this rookie class for the Texans. Mm. Well, but while Delphi, well, Delphi, yeah, we just that. talked about uh, this is where we wanted to be. Like when we were um, getting drafted, we talked about it. We said something like. When we all got drafted, we get a group chat together. It was just us, the rookies. And we were like, man, we're going to be the foundation to change this thing around and uh, hold them low. Like, that, that was kind of what, what what came to be true. And, of course, it's not just us. There's plenty of vets and guys who've been here, a lot of different people who've uh, held people accountable and, and, and done their job at a, at a high level. But I definitely think, like, the group of guys we brought in, there's been times where the rookies have led, you know, and, and I think everybody can agree with that. So, um, it's been cool just to see like some of the things we talked about come to come to fruition. It is cool to see. It is cool to see. And he reflected on you know since being drafted by the Texans and what they accomplished. Here's uh, here's CJ. Yeah, I really haven't put no thought to it. Um, I've kind of just gone week to week, so I don't really I don't think I really can to be honest. I mean, it's been cool. It's been a long, long year for me. Been a lot of ups and downs, a lot of growing, a lot of learning, not only as a football player, but as a man and as a person. And I mean, I'm, I'm truly just grateful and, and blessed to be in the position I am. But I'll probably start reminiscing whenever February comes around or whenever our season ends, you know. So we'll see. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm blessed, though, and I'm, I'm really appreciative of everything that's happened to me this year.
Okay, I want to play sh- a little game. He with should you. be because he's he's going to be a really really rich young man. Yeah, and he talked about his growth as a man, and that's something that really I, I harp on because, as I've mentioned before, you know I I had heard some stuff about you know there was issues at more than one camp, not just the Manny camp, which was accurate. Uh, got it from somebody standing right there next to Arch. I mean, next to Archie when it all went down, where he just said he wasn't coming, and then also in Adidas camp. And so I thought, man, this guy is just not, you know, I worry he's a Mogetta client. We know what happened with, you know, Deshaun. I'm really worried. And you know what? All my worries couldn't be more resolved. His hair you were worried about. Couldn't be more resolved. Have you apologized? That was really more just a joke. But the other stuff is, like, real. Mm. This other stuff was real. Like The S2? Yeah, well, the S2 is a cognitive processing thing. So, yeah, it's a, it was a concern. It was a concern for other teams. And now that the season's over, he's super great leadership, uh, super mature, seems to have his head on straight. Like, And I thought all these things about Deshaun Watson when he came out too. But I don't know. Number one, C.J. Stroud is a much better passer than Deshaun Watson was coming out. But secondly, he just seems like a natural-born leader. Yeah. I have no now I want you to answer this. You were on the sidelines for this team. Here's the 2006 Houston Texans draft. It's considered the greatest draft in Texans history. Mario Williams, pro bowler with the team. Mario had a good NFL career. He was good with the Texans. Rough the first year, but overall he was good. They didn't want to pay him the big contract. D'Amico Ryans. Uh he was rookie of the year his his first year. Charles Spencer would have been a great tackle, but got hurt early on. Eric Winston. Ron Dane ruined his career. Yeah, Ron, uh, Ron, Ron Dane did. Eric Winston, uh, longtime mm-hmm. Houston Texan, part of a big, a big part of that offensive line. Owen Daniels. Owen Daniels was a was a fourth round pick, and then you have Wally Lundy and David Anderson. But the big ones are Owen Daniels, Eric Winston, D'Amico Ryan's, and Mario Williams. This big four here: C.J. Stroud, Will Anderson, Juice Scruggs. And Tank Dell. Uh, you, of course, you have Dylan Horton. We don't know. He's obviously out. Uh, Henry Tuo, I think he's going to be a backup. Jared Patterson has a chance to become a starter. I think Xavier Hutchinson's just a guy. But let's just go at the top four. Stroud, Anderson, Scruggs, and Tank Dell. Now, you had two for now in that two, 2006 draft. Only one of those guys, you had a first, a second, a third, and a third. I'm sorry, a first, a second, a third, and a fourth. This one, you have a first, a first, a second, and a third. Who do you like better if you're projecting? Stroud, Anderson, Scruggs, Dell? This one. I would, too. Now, the assumption is going to be Will Anderson stays longer than Mario. Yeah. The assumption is going to be, and well, also he, you're dealing you with. You win that one if he's got a second contract here. Well, number one, having a quarterback. If you get your quarterback of the many, future, there's nothing else that trumps that. How many sacks did Mario get his rookie year? It was He had low, he had low sack total yeah. his rookie year. First year was a, a but they moved them all year. over. Remember, they put well, them inside and outside, and they and, even admitted that yeah, they, they screwed really, up by doing that to him, yes. not letting him just play one position. Right. Static. But Mario was a good run defender and ended up making a Pro Bowl or two with the Houston Texans. So Mario ended up being a good pick. He ended up being the right pick over Vince and Reggie. He had four and a half sacks. His rookie, year. But he had fourteen his second. Yeah, yeah. So um, there wasn't as much passing back then. That's pretty good. Uh, 2007. So he's going to have to pick it up. Will Anderson going to have to pick it up to to catch 18 and a half sacks first two years? Yeah, but I mean, this isn't about a stat chase. It's about a win chase. Yeah, right. And uh, I think Will Anderson will have a bigger impact than 
Mario Williams. Will Anderson is a dog, and he is a leader. Will Anderson is a culture changer. Mario was never those things. Remember Mario was, remember he got in trouble for racing motorcycles or cars or whatever? No, remember that girl that was screaming in his, in his car? Yeah. I think Mario had stuff that made the team nervous, kind of like Jadavion Clowney where he would show up at... <laughs> Jadavion Clowney, I'll never forget. He didn't play. He didn't go to a preseason game. And he said he was hurt, so he didn't go to the San Francisco 49er game. And, like, I he think was it was in, Uncle Freddie took a picture of him shooting dice in, in Louisiana <laughs> yeah, at, the, uh, at Lake Charles. He was at the Nugget throwing dice. I can't. I'm like, I just don't feel like you should go? be. Yeah, I mean, you can throw dice. I just don't feel like. Nothing wrong with that. That's the best look when you're not traveling that's, with the team on a preseason game. Well, that's what you're hurt. That's what we're going to be doing the week before the Super Bowl. As a matter of fact, we're going to be live from the Golden Nugget. That'll be fun. The fourth and fifth, I believe. Or no, yeah, the fifth and sixth. We're going to be live at the Nugget. And uh, uh, we are Del, going you're going to be, be able to gamble and drink there. And then the Super Bowl. How about this? My boy, uh, Justin over at Warehouse Live. Uh, he's going to throw a Super Bowl party, and we're going to be giving away all kinds of tables uh, for people to come. And, oh, nice! Yeah, and and we're going to have, and it happens to be my birthday as well. So we're going to have a birthday <gasps> bash. Yeah, we're going to have a uh, birthday bash and watch the Super Bowl. So if you got, I don't know if you don't have any plans right now. Uh, we're going to have all kinds of, there's going to be food and drinks and all kinds of great stuff, and it's going to be a warehouse live midtown. We're celebrating you. We're celebrating. Well, Justin was like, hey, it's your birthday, too. Let's go. That's Let's unfortunate. Um, that's unfortunate for everyone, I guess, besides you. But we You're going to be there. Nah, unlikely. Yeah. No, unlikely. no, no. no. We're, that's what we're no, watching. No. He's going to have a band, a 70s and 80s. It's your favorite. A 70s and 80s Let me ask cover you band. John. That's going to be there from 3 to 5. And then mm-hmm. with the, with It's a return of the Mac. How often when you go, no, 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 when, I, when, you're, when you're disputing something I say, does it actually work out that it's going to go in your favor? Every time. Okay, sure. But I do want to let people know before we go to break that the programming here won't just be about John. We're going to be covering the Texans game in a way that's not unique to what we've done in the past. The Super Bowl Texans game? No, the, oh. their playoff game on Saturday. Oh. An unofficial post-game show will be here on ESPN 975. The Texans are back in the playoffs, and this Saturday we will have the ESPN te- Texans. I don't think we can call it a post-game show. I'm going to edit this liner. The ESPN Texans, ESPN 975 Texans unofficial post-game show after the Texas playoff game. No matter how much time is left in the game, we will get, get we the We can sh- use the Texans' name on it. So, okay. Houston football unofficial post-game show. <laughs> right. Right. Houston pro sports team unofficial post-game right. show. Okay. That's exactly right. Houston well, you can call it the big game. Houston football Pro Sports Franchise's unofficial post-game show will be Saturday right afternoon. here on ESPN 975. Saturday afternoon around 6.30. No matter, I think we can give them a time. No matter how much yeah. time is left in the game, the show will get started at 6.30. Win or lose, tune into ESPN 975 and twitch.tv slash ESPN 975 for an instant reaction no. to a Houston After sports football. team's right. tournament game against a team from Cleveland Yeah, on Some team in sports Saturday. This Saturday. Yeah. This Saturday. Yes. Okay. All right. Uh, we can also, when we go, maybe we need to get uh, Proximo Spirits out at you know uh, what? Warehouse Live. Let's do it. Mid-time. I'll call Mallory. I'll get the activation yeah. going out there. And we'll get the, we'll get the uh, my friends over from uh, yeah. Maestro do Bell. Proximo Spirits is the, the holding company. They got a lot of different. They've got Bushnell also, which you've heard here on the uh, station. But Maestro do Bell is who I speak for because I love a, a unique spirit, and one of the things that has been fun 
in in telling people about Maestro del Bell is a lot of people had never heard of it. it was, it's big in Mexico. It's big in uh, Puerto Vallarta. There's there's a lot of different um, destination locations that it has been big and and it's really taken off in the country here because it's it's eleven generations of of uh, tequila makers there in Tequila, Mexico. Yes, it's a real place making this tequila, but there's so many different types. It's not just one or two or three. It's like six. There's the Añejo, there's the Reposado, there's the Silver, there's Smoke Silver, there's Cristalino, which is a blend of three different tequilas. They're the ones who invented that category. And Maestro Dobel says, look, if you haven't tried the Cristalino and you've never sipped it, then you are going to become a tequila sipper because it is that good. And, of course, margaritas, they go great with that. But really, Maestro Dobel needs to be up on your shelf. If you haven't tried a bottle, I invite you to try a bottle of Maestro Dobel. You'll see that it's got a very reasonable price point, especially for the high quality. And I believe that it is going to be a staple amongst your tequilas. It's Maestro Dobel wherever fine liquors are sold. If they don't carry it, ask for it by name, Maestro Dobel. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. I'm an idea man, Chuck. What if you mix mayonnaise right in the can with the tuna fish? Hold it. Take live tuna fish and feed them mayonnaise. John plus Lance equals a damn good start to your day. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's John and Lance. All right, welcome back here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. If you didn't see the Cougs yesterday, man, that was just, gosh, dog. Here's the difference between being in the uh, American and being in the Big 12. You got an Iowa State that's a pretty good basketball team. I think they were 11-3 and three coming in. Unranked. And they beat the Cougs. But if I'm not mistaken, did Purdue lose as well? Purdue lost too. So you had a two against an unranked team as well. Uh, apparently this is the eighth time that it has happened in recent memory that the one and two on the same day lose uh, to unranked teams. I don't know a lot about Nebraska basketball, but the guy they are featuring as the catalyst for Nebraska's win, I was like, that guy? That guy? <laughs> that guy's the catalyst? Uh, he's got, look, basketball, Hoopers come in all shapes and sizes, John. Right. Uh, but if you go to ESPN's front page right now, unless they've updated it, you know, it's a big story, one and two losing. Okay, they've, they've got it. If you scroll down a little bit, you'll see number 30 for Nebraska, and you're like, huh. It, that, that, oh, is he the um, Asian? He's... It's not because he's Asian. It's because of the ba- the headband. He's the got headband, no, I see He's him, got yeah. no swag. He's right there, yeah. Wow. Uh, but you, you rarely see – I mean, Lance was talking about this before the show. I don't remember many Asian college basketball players, period. There are few and far between. Yeah. There are particularly ones that are making an impact. I have to – I'm going to see what type of game he had. But I just – I was just caught by the bandana. I don't see a, I don't see an arm sleeve or nothing. He's just, <laughs> he just looks like he's got – he, like he got out of the rec league. He, out there beating on beating up on Purdue. He does. He's got the headband like he is in a rec league. Yeah. If, he, if only he had the glasses. Yeah, or those giant knee pads that some of those guys wear. But shout out to Nebraska, getting a big win. Yeah. And in Iowa State, 14 nothing to start the game. 14 nothing. I mean, first of all, that they couldn't. Uh, Iowa State 
offensively did a lot of everything they wanted. They had some easy baskets against a Cougs team that just it was so uncoog like. And then but then it got back to Cougar basketball where they couldn't shoot. I mean, this is this team has been so much better than this, and you think, well, with Cryer, with Sharp, with Shed, um, Dunn, that this is going to be maybe it's going to be a little bit different, and they reverted back to not being able to Nothing's shoot. Nothing's different. It's always, it's always the same the with Cook. There's a there's a consistency that I love, but it but baked into that is the concern is the concern that clanks. Well, at some point you'll just have to play. They'll have to play lockdown defense with great rebounding because you just know they're going to go through cold stretches. And then, and then at the end, Shed takes the three that wasn't even it wasn't even close. Is is uh well yeah it was fifty no no shed took the three oh it was LJ that took the three that when it was fifty five fifty three and then they made a couple of free throws and shed took that last one is LJ Cryer their go to guy or Sharp their go to Sharp was their go to guy against A and M well remember last year you you didn't always know who the go to guy was going to yeah. be did they, I mean Sasser do you think they was. Need that? I think it helps to have a, a pecking oh. order, but they, but that's not how they that's not how Houston does it. Though. No, yeah, it was mostly Sasser though. It was Sasser, but you would have um, who was that got drafted? But Shed, oh. but also uh, oh yeah, but the he, big yeah he didn't. Like, well, there were some over, games though. he wasn't. There were some games he, he took was over. not an alpha, not as much as I was expecting. Yeah, right. Me either, especially with that that body. The Criers knew. I mean, it's, there's going to be some. I would well, say, Cryer took the the one that was an awful shot. It was it was missed. It missed badly. I would say by the end of this month, you have need to have a pretty good feel of what your pecking order looks like. But I don't think there's going to be a true. Yes, yeah, Sasser was your your one. Yeah, but he had missed it. You know, he had injury the previous year, so you had to come back and reestablish. I think that's always. You know, some people think it's a concern. I also think that sometimes you can look at it as a benefit where you don't have to rely on just one guy. But I think when you start to need baskets in the half court late in games, that's, you know, in college, if you look at the all-time, just just the best teams always have guys that they know who their dudes are. And Sasser was your dude last year. This year you got to figure out if Cryer. I think Cryer's going to be that guy, but we'll see. Did you see the game winner by Momsilovich? No, I didn't. <sighs> Tied at 53. He gets the ball towards, and they doubled him at the baseline, and he took a fadeaway Dirk and just nailed it. I mean, fadeaway on the baseline near the corner. Not, not, I mean, it was a tough shot, and he nailed it, and he gave him a 55-53 lead, and and then uh, and then Cryer put up that. It wasn't a very good shot. Um, so they lose for the first time. You know what, though? But listen. I don't know. Would it be better to lose to a Kansas as your first loss, or would it be better to lose to a Texas as your first loss, or Iowa State, an unranked team? Pretty good basketball team, though. Over, under on season losses, five and a half. I think it's a good number. I'm looking at six. Yeah. yeah I mean, it, it's not. you ain't in America no more. The American ain't walking through that door, okay? You're in the Big 12 now. you got losses. You're going to have losses. Everybody's got losses. You know, the, they were the last undefeated team in the country. A friend who's the Nebraska guy says, Nebraska, baby. Not sure if you saw the highlights, but Nebraska's basketball squad looks like your typical open gym squad. They look like they should be terrible. 
And they won. I told you. We talked about it. Yeah, we the, talked. To, the, I heard you talk about the headbands. I'm like, but he said The whole thing looks like an open run. Oh, well. Is that accurate? I, I'm looking at highlights right now, and I'm like, yeah. Well, Did they mean, ever yell, get the F off the floor? <laughs> I don't know. At the end? Were the they Jackie. game? Do they ever yell, that's game? Jackie. Remember when he jumped out of the trunk and beat Zach Galifianakis with a tire iron? He's, no. He's not, no. He, he's not the guy from The Hangover. He didn't do that. He didn't do that. Stop it. Stop it. Don't don't, don't read everything. Don't read everything. Your yeah, your filter is completely off today. Jackie's the one that said it. I know, me. but how did your filter get turned off? It's like some. Did you have? A, I didn't say it. Did Jackie somebody did. hard reset the system on January first? Was there a? Were the factory settings? Completely, did they delete factory settings? Kind of. Does Wendy know you don't have factories? That you have factory settings on now? Kind of looks like he jumped up, jumped out of the trunk. I'm don't just co-sign what he said. Not, but Jackie said you it. just did. You, you now. Your first offense was I didn't say it. Jackie said I it. Now say it's this. like, well, kind of looks like he did jump out he of the doesn't trunk. Doesn't look like most college basketball players I've ever seen in my entire life. Well, we, ha- yeah, I mean, we don't see a lot of Asian basketball. Basketball players, right. period, but college basketball players. But it's not even that. I just noticed the band, the headband. I was like, oh. this is you what, don't see race. You see headbands. Uh, this is what happened to Purdue. That guy with the headband took you out? Yeah. He, he don't have an arm sleeve, even Snacks. What's one of your boys would wear an arm sleeve? Snacks again? already has yeah. had headband and arm sleeve. Yeah, he doesn't have an arm sleeve. He's had both. Headband and arm sleeve. All right. Does he have siding and windows? He does now because he lives in my house, and I have windows, and I have siding, and I have my friends over at Allstate Windows and Siding. They do. You know why? You know one of the reasons that um, <laughs> today's a perfect day, right? You wake up in the weather. Tomorrow it's going to be, I want to say, in the high 20s, I believe, is what the weather's going to be tomorrow morning. If your house is unreasonably cold, even though you have the heater on, that means you have a leaky window somewhere. And the leaky window means you need to get it replaced. You need to get your windows done. If it's a single pane, if it's a home with single pane uh, windows, that's a nightmare. I mean, it's going to be really cold. You can really improve your energy efficiency with new windows from uh, Allstate Windows and Siding. The windows are made here in the state of Texas, and they're made specifically with the idea of the excess rain that we have, humidity, uh, these cold snaps, hail like we had the other day. They're built to stand up to this. A double pane, double strength that reduces the amount of noise from outside, keeps the dust out, and adds a level a level of safety. And, and here's the great part. They're giving big discounts for ESPN 97.5 and 92.5 listeners. When you get your job done or when you get the, the, the uh, you know, the, the service uh, quoted, just tell them that you're an ESPN 97.5 and 92.5 listeners. A listener, and they're going to give you a big discount. And that goes for complete siding jobs as well. So whether it's new windows or new siding, it's going to be my good friends over at uh, uh, at uh, AllStateWindowsAndSiding.com. That's AllStateWindowsAndSiding.com. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5 at work, in the gym, and in the bedroom. I've seen the huge difference it's made for you in the gym, at work, and in the bedroom. 